Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, and we're back. I promised you at one point we would talk about the novel by Stieg Larsson. It was first adapted into films in 2009, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, as well as, what's the next one? The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. Ah, it was a six it was a Swedish series. It was the girl with the dragon tattoo, the girl who played with fire, the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. And then about ten years ago, right off the heels of the social network, director David Fincher begins production on his version of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, and we're going to talk about film noir. This is crime noir for the 21st century. Now, while those three films were good with Naomi Rapace and Michael, how do you say his name? The, these film adaptions were good. Okay, they were good. Michael Neefist. Neefist, who is no longer with us. Those adaptions were good. But you know Hollywood. Hollywood says, no, we want to do this. So, they bring on a board, David Fincher. And then... From the social network, because he had worked with her, she had a minor role as the girlfriend. Rooney Mara as Elizabeth Sandler. Sandler. Daniel Craig as Mikael Blomquist. Say that five times fast. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, released almost ten years ago this December in 2011. Those of us who remember seeing the trailer when it was for the teaser trailer probably is the best. And what David Fincher used was a cover of Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song. Yes. Sung by Karen O of the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Produced by Trent Reznor. This film is wild. I don't think that, you know, it's unfortunate that there were the sequels were not made. There was another movie, but it, it really just um, it didn't follow the ideals. You know, I, I think that David Fincher wanted to do all three films, but the studio being the studio, you know, I. A part of me feels that the girl with the dragon tattoo, the American version, was slept on a little bit. But I enjoyed it. And the other night, I was doing a show on this podcast, and I immediately thought of the girl with the dragon tattoo. 
because Rooney Mara is playing the femme fatale. You think of all the things that Elizabeth is going through in this movie. She is such a good detective. That's the other thing. She is the detective. And then she hooks up with Mikhail Bromquist, played by Daniel Craig, who says, I want you to hatch, help me catch a killer of women. Because he knows this, this is a strong woman. He, what he doesn't know is that her character is being raped by her therapist. Or he, he pretends to be her therapist. Who has, who has access, you know, because he is the one who tells the state whether she should have her money or not. She has a very dark past. And that is why the girl with the dragon tattoo is crime film noir for the 21st century. It works. And here's where it works. And here's where I think a lot of you didn't understand it. If you loved the girl with the the dragon tattoo, you know what I'm talking about. First of all, it won an Oscar for the editing. The editing is on point. I have a friend who used to be an editor. This editing is on point. He could always tell me what movies had sloppy editing. And then the cinematography of the girl with the dragon tattoo the character the main character within the girl with the dragon tattoo is the winter the snow the ice you know this is in sweden and the people are not only cold from the weather but they're cold emotionally they have hidden everything emotionally they're very nonchalant oh yes we shot him very nonchalant This cast in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, first of all, it's all in English. And here's the thing. I love subtitles. And one day I will watch the Swedish versions of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, The Girl Who Played with Fire, and The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. But I'm talking about the David Fincher version because there is a little bit of noir within David Fincher's idealistic view his camera view okay you got to look into that the look the feel of the girl with the dragon tattoo starts off in the intro that intro is probably one of the craziest intros there's oil there's fire there's roots growing everywhere and then there's that song immigrant song playing as the backdrop and then opening you up Karen O just wailing away through the production of Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor. You know, they had already done the social network with David Fincher, had won an Academy Award for the score. And here they are again, the girl with the dragon tattoo. There's so many pivotal moments within the girl with the dragon tattoo that I loved it. I wanted more of this character. Despite what I think if people were disappointed, this was the perfect time. This was the perfect moment to release the girl with the dragon tattoo. In fact, Rooney Mara was nominated for an Academy Award 
for Best Actress. Lost the award to Meryl Streep for The Iron Lady. Now, we're going to visit something within the film. It may or may not ruin it for you, but who cares? This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast for Noir November. This is a pivotal moment. If we can find it. You recognize this? I had it with me last time. I set it here, remember? And this snap, you see it? It's not a snap. It's a wide-angle fiber optics lens. Thank you. 
lie still. I've never done this before. And there will be blood. And so that pivotal moment is proof that Lisbeth Sandler Sandler is the femme fatale because she's going she's taking matters into her own hands with a tattoo gun the man that wronged her and it's through that that she meets Mikael Blomquist Bye. Hi. Hi. It's okay. I guess I must have alarmed you turning up like that. If you touch me, I'll more than alarm you. That won't be necessary. Your report, very detailed. For me, it wasn't very entertaining. It wasn't meant to be. When I write about people, I try to entertain the reader. Vanistrom wasn't entertained much. Um, your boss, Romansky, now he tells me you only do jobs that interest you. So I suppose I should be flattered. You gonna sit down? He also says that you're the one he goes to when the job is um, sensitive. That's the word he used. Sensitive. Yeah, I'm going to use illegal, because that's what it was when you hacked into my computer. No, I'm not going to do anything about that. I could, but I won't. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a story, and if it entertains you, maybe you'll decide to help me research further. And if not, I'll do the washing up, and you'll never see me again. You know, you should eat that. What kind of research? Elizabeth. Oh, can I call you Elizabeth? I want you to help me catch a killer of women. And that is the moment where she looks up at him and she knows this man means business. I mean, eventually she's maybe attracted to him, but this man means business. There is so much mystery. There's a lot that we don't know going into the girl with the dragon tattoo, unless you've read the novels by Stieg Larsson. May he rest in peace. These novels are along the lines of Raymond Chandler, okay? This, this, is, this is big sleep territory. You have Femme Fatale. Femme Fatale, who is also a detective working with another detective, played by Daniel Craig. This movie is amazing. That's why it always baffles me that people slept on it. And the way David Fincher put everything into this, the music, for instance, the score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. The look, the feel, I mean, the menacing, the oil, the murder of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Not only is it cold in emotion, but the realism, you can taste the realism. You can taste everything about this movie. 
for the 21st century, film noir is alive and well in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. The title alone, when I first heard that title, I thought, what is this about? Is there more to it? just the girl with a dragon tattoo and as you watch the movie you learn that it is there's so much going on there's so much that we want to know about these characters I wanted to know more about Lisbeth I wanted to know more about Mikhail Blomquist and so here we go investigating is these murders have been going on for years but they're so close to the murder that you can taste it you know eventually who the murderer is and it all centers around the disappearance 30 or 40 years ago of Harriet Wenger and Henrik Wenger her uncle wants to investigate this how one day she just went missing. And yet he always receives a gift which could or could not be from her since her disappearance. And so he wants to solve this decades-old mystery. And so he has employed Mikael Blomquist and Elizabeth Sandler to investigate do major detective work which is tough because there's a lot of secrets in the frozen north of Sweden as I said before there's a lot of emotional detachment all the characters 
mystery, the intrigue. You learn tidbits throughout the movie about Elizabeth. Why she functions the way she does. Why she had to have a guardianship in the first place. You learn a lot about Mikhail Blomquist through her detective work, which he could see or he could say, and he says that to her when they first meet, as unethical, as illegal. But they did it so that Henrik could hire Mikhail Blomquist by having him investigated to make sure this is the right man for the job. Because he goes against a very rich man. Water Vomersten, or I think that's how you say his name. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the girl with the dragon tattoo. I loved it. Absolutely. This movie is just crazy. It's crazy. It's very crazy. Hans Wannerstrom, a businessman. This is so in Stockholm, disgraced journalist Mikhail Blomquist is recovering from the legal and professional fallout of a libel suit brought against him by businessman Hans Wannerstrom. Vonerstrom, straining Blomquist's relationship with his business partner and married lover, played by Robin Wright. Elizabeth Sandler, a young, brilliant, but antisocial investigator and hacker, complies an extensive background check on Blomquist from wealthy Henrik Vanger, who offers Blomquist evidence against Vonerstam in exchange for an unusual task. Investigate the 40-year-old disappearance and presumed murder of Henrik's grandniece, Harriet. Blomquist agrees and moves into a cottage on the Vanger estate on Henstead Island. Blomquist explores the island and interviews various Wenger family members, learning some were Nazi sympathizers during World War II. He uncovers a list of names and numbers that his visiting daughter, Pernella, now notices are Bible verses. Blomquist discovers that Sandler had researched him illegally, but rather than report it, he recruits her as a research assistant. She uncovers a connection between the list and numerous young women brutally murdered from 1947 to 1967, indicating a killer, a serial killer. She also notes that many of the victims have Jewish names, theorizing that the murders could have been motivated by anti-Semitism. One morning, Blomquist finds a mutilated corpse of his adopted cat on the doorstep. Another night, while walking outside, bullets graze his forehead. After Sandler tends to his wounds, yes, we'll leave that part out. You should watch the movie. There was so much going on in the girl with the dragon tattoo. Those of you who have read the Stieg Larsen, girl with the dragon tattoo, the girl who kicked the hornet's nest, the girl who played with fire. I don't have to read from a script from this because I loved David Fincher's The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I bought it without even watching it. I thought it was crazy. And as time went on and I was doing 
research recently on film noir, I thought, you know what? The girl with the dragon tattoo is film noir. And a lot of people notated that primarily by how David Fincher shot the movie. David Fincher always has kind of a distinct look. If you look at Panic Room, if you look at Fight Club, the dark hues, the light, the shadows, the feel, the music, okay? He wants you to pay attention to the sounds, the things that make people tick. The girl with the dragon tattoo opens fear with fire, ferocity, and oil. As I said earlier, that Trent Reznor producted, produced version of Immigrant Song, Karen O just wailing away, and it and it falls perfectly into it because you know this movie is about the frozen north. This is about Sweden, detached emotions. Murder. Think of the things that hide in the snow that are uncovered through the springtime. But we can't wait for spring to uncover these murders, these mysteries. And so it's left to Mikhail Blomquist, played by Daniel Craig, and Rooney Mara as Lisbeth Sandler, to uncover this. This 40-year-old disappearance of Harriet Wanger. Now I'm going to warn you, when you watch The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo... There's a lot of surprises, especially toward the end. Things come into full view. And yes, there's even a moment where they play Enya's Sail Away, a very disturbing moment. For those of you who have seen The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, you'll know what I'm talking about. But first and foremost, I want to mention that yes, you can hear the Trent Reznor score in these clips. Don't come after me, Trent Reznor. I'll give you a copyright of 2011 Warner Brothers Records. Enter scope. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo with a $90 million budget made $232 million released on December 12th in Odin Lakeshire Square and in the United States on December 20th, 2011. Directed by David Fincher, produced by Scott Rudin, Steve Zalian, screenplay, Daniel Craig as Mikhail Blomquist, Rooney Mara as Elizabeth Sandler, Christopher Plummer as Henrik Wenger, Stellan Skarsgård as Martin Wenger, Robin Wright as Erica Berger, and Jolie Richardson in a role that I can't tell you. If you've seen The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, yes, we're saving the best for last. But you have to watch the movie to find out what I'm talking about. Because all the pieces fit. Music by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Cinematography, Jeff Cornenweith. Edited by Kurt Baxter and Angus Wall. From Columbia Pictures, Metro Golden Mayor, The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Jeff Cronenwith. Jeff Cronenwith as the cinematographer, sorry. Based on the novel, 
The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo by Stieg Larsson. The look, the feel, the mystery. Now, a lot of the noir films of the 1940s and 50s dealt with people within the war. Okay, so this is after the war dealt with Nazis, Nazis trying to hide. If you look at the movie Notorious with Ingrid Bergman and Cary Grant directed by Alfred Hitchcock, there's there are some Nazis hiding. And it's up to Ingrid Bergman and Cary Grant to find them and to bring them to justice. And that could be said about the girl with the dragon tattoo is that Mikael Blomquist, Daniel Craig, and Elizabeth Sandler, Rooney Mara, are not only looking for a killer of women, but they want to uncover the anti-Semitism, the Nazis that all live within each other. It's a disturbing movie. And those of you who are aware of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo... This is not your quintessential noir. But at the same time, Rooney Mara is not playing your quintessential femme fatale. I will say that her character is raped in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And the clip that I played for you earlier is when the femme fatale in her comes out. She doesn't just seek revenge. She gets that revenge. And she means it. And a lot of the characters in movies of film noir, the femme fatale, they they have a way about them. Their looks, their persuasion. But what Rooney Mara is doing with this character, she says to him, they say that I'm insane. And she says, no, you can nod because it's true. And she says to him, she is insane. And then she does something to her rapist that I think many would love to do. She not only gets revenge, she marks him. She marks him in such a way that I'm surprised people weren't clapping in the audience when she did it. And if if you hear the clip in this podcast, what does she say? Lie still. I've never done this before. And there will be blood so you're left up to the interpretation of what's going on in the girl with the dragon tattoo this is film noir for the 21st century and to quote my friend of shit happens when you party naked Jason Almy who has a film degree we will discuss that at some point we were talking about neo-noir with cyberpunk and we could kind of fit that within the context of the girl with the dragon tattoo she's a hacker she's a detective she has a cyberpunk look about her she's got piercings she's got the mohawk but looks can be deceiving and she comes into contact with the straight-laced Mikhail Blomquist 
And what does he say to her upon their first meeting? First of all, he he is impressed with the detective work that she did on him. Even though he says to her what she did was illegal. But he decides not to report her. He instead says to her, Can I call you Lisbeth? I want you to help me catch a killer of women. And that sparks her interest. Because she's ready to get this guy. He's walked in on her and her sleeping friend, shall we say. She feels, you know, he's intruded on her life. She says to him, "Who who do you think you are? And then they get to know each other. And they become a great team. Where Mikhail Blomquist's character wants to do things the legal way. Lisbeth Sandler, Lisbeth, Lisbeth Sandler, says, no, fuck that. We're going to do it this way because it needs to be done. So this is the femme fatale she is saying, no, we will go against the grain. Because you think of it, what she did to Mikhail Blomquist, she illegally hacked him. And throughout this movie, you're going to see a lot of that going on taking liberties but sometimes in Elizabeth's case the end justifies the means the look the feel of the girl with the dragon tattoo is film noir it's film noir reborn for the 21st century and when i first saw the girl with the dragon tattoo i immediately loved it and i unfortunately didn't get to see it in the theater But what's great is when things come out now, it's digital, it's physical. I think I rented it. I rented it and I loved it. And so my hat's off to David Fincher. David Fincher, who I don't think gets a lot of credit. You know, David Fincher and Ridley Scott are seen as these visual directors. You could even say there's a little bit of noir aspects to the social network, but it's the look and the feel of the movie, the sounds, the touch, what's happening within the social network. And so it's funny that off the heels of the social network, David Fincher gives us the girl with the dragon tattoo. And so I encourage all of you to watch this movie. It's film noir. I'm sure Howard Hawks would be proud of this movie, as would John Huston, Alfred Hitchcock. A lot of people love this movie. A lot of people felt misunderstood by this movie. You know, as I said, it did not get the fanfare that it truly deserved. But in the final analysis, and yes, sometimes the awards do kind of perk it up a little bit. The fact that it won a Best Editing Oscar, which usually says a lot about a film, when you went for the editing, and then to be nominated for Best Actress for Rooney Mara. And she's up against Meryl Streep. She's up against Glenn Close, Michelle Williams, Viola Davis. Those are the women that Rooney Mara was up against for the girl with the dragon tattoo. 
And it was Meryl Streep who won her first Oscar, her third, in over 30-something years. So it was almost a career achievement because it was not Meryl Streep's best film. Had things been different, could Rooney Mara have won for playing this strong female character who's misunderstood, who has a lot of baggage, who is the femme fatale in The Girl with Dragon Tattoo? And even though everything that she does and dives into, even a wig, she puts on a wig at one point, she's back where she started. So let that sink in. This is Film Noir for the month of November. This is Dr. Zeus of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I give you The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, directed by David Fincher, starring Rooney Mara as Lisbeth Sandler. And Daniel Craig as Mikael Blomquist. Also with Christopher Plummer as Henrik Vanger. I bring up Christopher Plummer because that year he was nominated for a movie, Beginners, and won. And so sometimes the way the Academy does it is if you've if you've been in so many films within a year, they you have a greater chance of winning the Oscar. So you could also say that his supporting role in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo also brought him to the forefront. I encourage you to just, for yourselves, judge, bask upon this film noir classic. Truly is a classic, almost 10 years old. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Unpleasant Dreams.